episode of Bad Praxis. Um, I'm Bob. Hi, it's uh, Chi. Hi, I'm Kennedy. Before we get started today, I'm sure everybody heard our new new intro music. A uh, a friend from Twitter, X X Nilo Nilio. I'm, I'm sure someone will will correct me for saying that incorrectly. It might be but, um, Nihilo. I'm sure. We'll get roasted for it. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, it's uh, it's actually good praxis to just say things without knowing how how they're pronounced. Yeah. On brand. Um, he was uh, he was very he, he was very happy to make us some pretty pretty dope intro and outro music. So um, make sure you stick around at the end and listen to that. Um, we've got a we have a few a few topics on the on the agenda today. Off the you know first thing off the bat, which is uh, definitely a a core branding for this podcast, is talking about the uh, all the horrible uh, shit surrounding Alan Omar in the discourse this last week or ten days. Yeah, to that point, we must protect her at all costs. Alan Defense Force Squad. Yeah, Alan Defense, the real IDF. The one I respect. My <laughs> the troops. only good IDF. Right. Right. All other IDFs. Thank you for your service. They're false. They're bad. Mm-hmm. Every other IDF. This IDF doesn't have fail kids from Long Island in it. <laughs> this IDF doesn't train cops to kill black people. So, so it started with, with, I feel like it started with Nancy Pelosi coming out and and saying that you know the four freshman congresswomen AOC, Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib, and, and Alan Omar didn't matter. They were they were nothing. They were just like Twitter people. Right, and they're like, just really, four votes. They, they yeah, have as much really, influence as drill. Yeah, and like <laughs> <laughs> really like out of kind of out of nowhere, Nancy Pelosi put them on like public roast and which is which is bad enough when the leader of your party says that and then not long after that trump had one of his had one of his nuremberg rallies and uh named all four congresswomen by name talked about how un-american they were and uh and the crowd started chanting send them back Send them back, because of course Trump did the dumb, dumb white guy thing of like, oh, if you don't like America, go back. Uh, he implied that they were all like from from shithole quote shithole countries, right? Um, which is weird because I mean, uh, Iona Presley is from Cincinnati, and yeah. it is a shithole. So there's that. Yeah. Oh, Ohio on Ohio violence. You hate to see it. <laughs> Cincinnati on Cincinnati violence. That's what, that's what they're known for. 
Yeah. Honestly, we're we going to yeah. do something. Moratorium on people leaving Ohio. Please don't <laughs> do that to me. I need to get out of Ohio. We'll, we'll get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll smuggle you out. Oh, yeah, you so when much. that all happened, I was really pissed about, you know, having to explain the extremely rudimentary concepts like telling some guy who's just brown to uh, go back is racist. Uh, like, uh, she, she's from uh, Michigan or New, New York, you know, in, in some other cases, or Ohio, like we said, only one of them is from another country. Uh, right. And she left it for incredibly serious reasons to just go back to it would be absurd. Right. Yeah, well, she left it because we we destroyed her country. So I, I was just going to say, like, kind of on that topic, Lindsey Graham said that it's not racist because if Alon Omar was the same exact person, but she was wearing a MAGA hat, Donald Trump wouldn't have told her to go back. That's a real thing that really happened. So it's not racist. It's just fascist. Right. If she took off her um, religious headscarf. Is that what he's saying? And like was wearing a MAGA hat? If she like, wore a MAGA hijab, he wouldn't oh, God. to go back. <laughs> That's something I have Don't to look up right now. Cut, cut. Oh my God. I they hope probably... I hope that there's not a MAGA hijab, but also I hope that there is. You know, I, mean? I, I just want to see it. Never on anybody. Kennedy's an accelerationist. <laughs> okay, I didn't find one, but... <laughs> Thank God. There are uh, American flag... I, I feel like I feel like Bid Garrison is gonna do that. Like, and I'm I'm sorry for speaking this into existence, but like Bid Garrison is going to like oh, write a cartoon. No. Oh my god! Where it's like, like Elon Omar. Don't tempt his cursed hand. It's going like I hate like like I thought it, so you all have to think it too. This is my gift to the discourse. So, so there were there was a few days of discourse around like the media trying to decide if this was a racist act by the uh, uh, by the, the 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 Trump crowd at the Nuremberg rally, and then Trump himself came out and said said, "Well, like actually, I didn't like it, and I wanted them to stop." I took thirteen seconds to stop them, yeah, but I wanted yeah, them to no, stop no, really no. bad. If we roll the imaginary tape back. Trump just like stood there and kind of held his arms out, like you know, like a wannabe Mussolini. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, like there's been a lot of toxic um, discourse over this shit, and um, now here we are today, and um, you know, in the last week or couple days, uh, we've, we've seen some some more. Um, unhinged uh, takes uh, targeted at at uh, Miss Omar. One uh, example being Marco Rubio being duped into retweeting Lil this incredible... Marco. Yeah, the senior senator, as I've pointed out, of Florida. Really hate to see that. Um, tweeted out this incredibly cropped uh, video, which basically showed... Omar to be endorsing like uh, white genocide, the white white genocide <laughs> and the, the surveil of cool. white like men. <laughs> when she was clearly Again, like making, she's not wrong. She was clear. She was. She was clearly though when he like actually watched the video, 
I'll, using that as an example as to why doing the same thing for Muslim people is ridiculous. No, no so one like, needs right. to be surveyed because of like their ID group. Well, conservatives always complain about like people taking their you know overt fascism out of context. That's literally what it's not even like really like it's not even just took her out of context like they erased the context from the video there's it's like what was it like a 30 second clip of like yeah out of a 10 minute interview oh yeah in, in a situation where it would be incredibly easy to you know make it a longer clip and put the context in there and yeah what it also shows is is how incredibly lazy a U.S. senator is how they can just you know they just see this stuff they agree with on like uh, Twitter.com and they're like oh okay uh, clicks retweet with comment I'm gonna breathe uh, air into this and not question it in any way or look into any of the background or even like take the time to watch the full video. So do you think that Rubio knew that it was edited? Because it's quite obvious when you watch it that it's edited. I think his team edited it. No, that's not true. It's actually, it's a retweet with comment of someone else's video. Did he retweet it? Oh, okay. Well, that's just... Yeah, he was posting. He posts a lot and... Oh, Jesus. He is pretty fucking stupid. You know, he he is really stupid and he's also a robot. But I just, like, watching that video... I feel like even a really dumb person would see like the flash of light in between cuts and would be like, hmm, you know, maybe that, but, but then again, like I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to think of somebody with like a, like a functioning brain and like half of, you know, like decent amount of empathy. I don't even know that he would have seen the entire video. Like I can imagine him just kind of skipping through and be like, yep, uh, I've done my research. This looks good. Ilhan did something bad. I fucking love that. Put that, that on the, so, uh, the timeline. You know, so something that I always love and appreciate about American right wingers is that whatever they do, they manage to do it in a way that, that tells on themselves and tells on how like shitty their worldview is. So even without contact, the meat of what Rubio posted is Representative Omar saying, quote, our country should be more fearful of white men across our country because they are actually causing most of the deaths within this country. So even without context, Marco Rubio just posted a genuinely true statement. It was Mm -hmm. like, actually, this is bad. Actually, this is the real terrorism. Actually, uh, this is white genocide. He didn't actually say but. He felt it. It's like the clear yeah. reason to post that. Is, is Marco Rubio, is Lil Marco one of the, like, the right-wing uh, Latinos who, like, sees himself as, like, white? Like that one Nick Fuentes guy? Like, well, I mean, those, do you think? I think he's just straight up white. Same with Nick Fuentes. Like, having a, a Hispanic-y sounding name. You know, there are people who in Spain who also have hispanic sounding names and um yeah fair enough yeah so so it is kind of something that like having a latin sounding name like kind of gives you um 
like points for some reason. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like you know how Beto O'Rourke is Mexican oh, somehow. Leakers love identity politics. <laughs> That's just because he's tan and from he's Texas. Tan because he's a dipshit that bakes and in the sun. People are dumb. <laughs> love that. Maybe he'll get skin cancer. That was mean, but I wasn't lying. Critical support for um, skin cancer, right, folks? <laughs> yeah, for Comrade Sun. Oh my God, Comrade UV. Yes. Yeah, but the, the thing is, like, the thing is, like, um, Senator Rubio has not like fucking seriously apologized for this. He's kind of like, oh, I was um, duped. Because you know I'm a big bumbling idiot, but he doesn't want to take culpability for like. He does this shit. He, does, he won't own his. He did post. this shit with like four Guaido and Maduro clips. That like, is like directly against posters, Korean. Really, well, yeah. so you posted Korean. <laughs> no chivalry in posting anymore. Fuck. God, what does the posting world come to? These new posters, like little, they, they don't understand the. Code. Did you see his posts about like? <laughs> Uh, about like weights and measures. Oh yeah, he posted a Bible verse from Proverbs that was like, "Oh no, a uh, uh, differences in weights and measures are uh, are bad." Actually, they're the they're the devil. And I was exciting excited to see like, is he like for the metric system? And I think that's really unlikely. I'm actually trying to find the post right now. Yeah, hang on. I know I can find it. Yeah, this dumb guy, like, what would apologize for doing a racism? This dumb um, bitch. He clearly did. Okay, I found the Marco Rubio box. So, like, yesterday morning, just out of the blue, he posts, varying weights, varying measures are both an abomination to the Lord, Lord and all. So you know, you know he's important. Um, and it's it's apparently from Proverbs in the Bible. No explanation, nothing further. Just this random biblical quote where Marco's like, actually, America's going to hell, but like not for the racism or or the imperialism or any of that shit. Um, it's because uh, it's because we won't join metric gang. I mean, honestly, that's true. It's right? because of rulers with inches on one side and centimeters on the other. That shit has to go. I subject myself like very frequently to his tweets. He's one of my um, mobile push notification accounts because I think it's my duty to like <laughs> to do that. Um, oh. And he posts Bible shit every fucking morning, almost like totally without context. So, do you think that he just like copy paste yeah, like, Bible the, verses? The Bible verse uh, Twitter bots uh, uh, pretty messed up. The, the AI is not really good on this and poor quality control. So is there a Bible verse that's, that talks about how you should or shouldn't have a second family? Because I think Marco should probably post that one. Does Marco Rubio have a second family? That's always been the rumor. I would, I would love for that to be true. Like, not for the family, obviously, but like that would just make my day. Because it's not like, it's not... Like the whole Lindsey Graham is gay thing, because that sucks. If he's gay, I don't care. He's fascist. That sucks a lot. Yeah, but like if the guy is just a piece of shit, that's great for me. I love that. So like I hate to I hate to like go off about little Marco, but when he ran for president, there was a there's an article put out 
that had like every big name in Florida Republican politics saying like, this guy's a piece of shit. He stabbed me in the back. I hate him. I won't vote for him. You know, I hope he falls into a well. Oh, like, hell it was yeah. Wonderful. It was great. Because, like, everyone that got him to where he is now, he just, like, Sparta kicked him right off the edge of the fucking cliff. Like, as soon as they helped him. Yeah, he's the most ungrateful, like, little guy. I mean, what else is there to say? Just totally fucking unqualified. It's baffling that this guy is a senator. What the fuck? Is anybody in, in the GOP qualified? Yeah. All you have to do is, like, be willing to say the most heinous shit and, like, get a lot of money from bad people. That's literally it. Yeah, you just say bad things and have a really wet face. And then they will just <laughs> vote you into the Senate. Which could... That could um, be a nice segue for the um, challenger to Miss Ilhan Omar. Yeah, I just want to get it out of the way now. I fully endorse Danielle Stella and... Um to be the nominee for her party for the seat. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it would be really, really fun to watch Danielle Bergoli on the debate stage. What does that mean? Does that mean she's like NYC Guido? (laughs) I'm I'm trying to understand. Like, I have not heard her speak, so is is she like really walking here or what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Oh, uh, the the chick that's running against Ilhan, you haven't heard her speak. Uh, no, I'm gonna look at it right now. But oh god, it's honestly like kind of sad. Like it's 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 really sad. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. Like she was she was at this um, like MAGA rally outside. It looked like a really sparse thing, just just screaming like incoherently. <laughs> and like the, like you can hear like the clapping the clapping that the crowd is giving her is just like it just slowly peters off as they're like holy fuck this chick is not bright holy fuck like, if even those people can recognize that you like sound like a bumbling idiot then you are really a bumbling idiot yeah I'm gonna drop so, the audio of her <laughs> screaming into the microphone yes yes um, so, like, as as you're as you're uh, treated to the dulcet sounds of Danielle Bergoli, <laughs> um, sorry, uh, uh, just keep this keep this nugget in your mind that Elon Omar won election by defeating her Republican opponent by fifty six percentage points. Hi Yeah, honestly, my only criticism of Ilhan is that she's not, like, narrowing that gap and, like, becoming more left-wing. Ilhan Omar is going mm-hmm. to beat uh, Danielle by 69 percentage points. Oh, nice. 
Hell yeah. So, nice. so, 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 as we dunk on Danielle, we're getting the most important part to her psyche and to the further Republican project, which is that she is a massive, massive QAnon booster. It's cool. Uh, she tweeted out this picture of her um, just like doing a selfie, uh, wearing a Q necklace, a Q pin. <laughs> um, it's a Q with that like a with, like, like a, pr- crown. a princey princess crown, which some people uh, <laughs> said they thought was just like a queen no. necklace, and no. realized it was Q it on. She she looks like an extra in like a, a mid aughts. Like that, that chain in the piece looks like something from a mid aughts rap video. Oh my! <laughs> I was thinking like, like a background from Pretty Little Liars or something like that. <laughs> like she just really comes off as like, I don't know. That was a dumb joke. <laughs> pretty Pretty Little Liars would be wonderful if one of the women QAnon support. I would have watched the show. Do you want to shit on her um, on her eyelashes? Because it would be doing a sexism if I did. I would love to shit on her eyelashes. Like, she glued them on in straight lines. So she looks like a chameleon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, like, really sad when people do that. Because eyelashes are hard, and I get that. But she's a Q supporter, so she's fair game. Um, sis, you posted cringe. That's obviously a secret message to Q. Oh, like, hell yeah. Everything has a meaning. Everything has a meaning. You know, like, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to see with your eyes. I, so, like, what would that be? Like, the lashes are straight, so she's, I don't know, like, is she like a, like a secret Q homophobe? <laughs> I have no idea how to, like, tear this out. <laughs> She's We're like, not, I put my lashes on straight because everything is straight around me, even my eyelashes. You don't have boomer brain enough to to engage into Q conspiracies. Well, I think that the person um, to who that message is is targeted knows what it means. Yeah, sure. It's for it's for JFK, who's definitely not dead. Yeah, another uh, just incredible, hilarious tweet um, she made. So. Some further um, awesome shit about her is she was arrested at, um, well, she was arrested for shoplifting at Target, and she came to her own defense, like, uh, trying to push off the accusations of being a, a, a felon without um, evidence, uh, while well, saying everyone that's like trashing lot. on her was defending, quote, terrorist domestic abusers, an attempted murderer, uh, pedophiles, and we're sending her death threats. Uh, watch the karma; it's coming. Oh, no. Popcorn emoji. I'm not going anywhere. Hashtag boomerang. <laughs> hashtag the pain is coming. It should not, if it all, be necessary to say. Like, I don't mean to diminish. We don't mean to diminish the idea of her getting death threats. I categorically, don't send her That's bad. any sort of message like that. Um, but yeah, like, uh, do you know who else is getting fucking death threats? It's like, <laughs> it's every visibly, like, left Democrat brown or brown person, person you know, like, trying Ilan to stand Ilan. up. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, Ilhan Omar, for real. Yeah, specifically Ilhan Omar. In fact, you can kind of read this tweet as a threat of sorts. Like, 
Absolutely. When you, when you just go out and call people like terrorists and pedophile defender, defenders, um, you're like putting That's them insane. on notice. Yeah. You're basically telling people like these people are like less than and they're a threat to you uh, would do something. Yeah, that's George Tiller shit. The funniest thing about Danielle person running is that obviously the Republicans don't care about putting an able challenger against uh, against Omar <clears throat> because they know that that there's no way she's going to lose. She she carried the district by six points, and this is Keith Ellison's district, and he would win by incredibly crooked number. Like zero percent right. chances, so they don't care. So for all of the sound and fury that they put against Omar, and that goes for the fucking Democrats too. Like she's going to sweep her way to reelect. Oh yeah. I honestly think that the GOP just like sees this chick as like a fundraising opportunity. Oh yeah. For the national party, like they probably don't think she's gonna last that long. They probably don't even think she's going to make it, like, to the primary, like, the Republican primary. Yeah, but anyway, still fucking sucks. And she peddles all this garbage about, like, um, Ilhan marrying her brother somehow. You know, the conspiracy based on, like, someone's fucking forum post a couple of years ago. Completely baseless and idiotic thing to believe. And I don't... I don't know whether if it's on the internet, it's this true Q stuff for real. But she definitely sees it as like uh, a grip she can lap- latch onto and a base of support. <laughs> so, does she seem like the kind of person that's like? And this isn't even me trying to be shitty, but does she seem like a, the kind of person that's like able to like purposefully decide to grip somebody? Like, I don't know. She seems... She's like, someone's grip. Again, I'm, like, I'm not even trying to be shitty. <laughs> I hope she goes like, very far Yeah, like, maybe somebody, like, maybe, like, she has a brother or, like, a shitty boyfriend that's, like, you should run and, like, make us a shit ton of money. But, like, I can't imagine that she's, like, super cunning. You know what I mean? And that, again, that sounds shitty, but... I, I think she's so... I think she's so crazy that even Republicans will be distancing themselves. Yeah, I mean, she. It it does show how like unhinged like the base of support is. That like she's, I wouldn't say that she's necessarily like the like the average Republican like voter, but she's certainly like representative of probably at least a quarter of them. Oh yeah, most like, definitely. <laughs> Maybe, maybe even oh, more. Oh, I look forward to that. Are just Q so becoming. I mean, the Republican Party. I, I want Q on the streets, I mean, man. They fucking do what the Democratic Party should uh, be doing, which is you actually want like your grassroots, um, you know, people that are representative of the party, you know, on its on its kind of wings, um, you know, the more ideologically. Uh, devoted people to be the the ones you send to like, run for Congress, like you, right, like how they did with like the the libertarian the party sort bullshit. of takeover of. I the mean, GOP. like yeah, I mean, like party. meanwhile, the the party actually takes the opposite view in that they 
are really pissed off at the idea of people, you know, primarying um, their their shitty representatives or like you know putting a a left wing person in a a kind of difficult to win seat. Like you would you would never see um, the Democratic establishment support. Of, I don't even want to say far left because no one in the Congress is far left as far as I'm um, concerned. Uh, yeah. You, you no. wouldn't see them push like a, a left wing candidate in you know um my district you like they, they would a, a pretty difficult to win like plus 20 or whatever uh for a republican seat but republicans don't have that problem uh they, they just go out and, and they, they push their wackos wherever they can wherever they want and they win for it so why can't we have like our analog to this and i and i don't mean by that to have some like conspiracy whack job which is like Give us a lefty guy. <laughs> Put more money behind Tim Canova. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no, that, that's exactly the opposite <laughs> take um, that I meant to go yeah, into. Yeah, definitely not put more money behind Tim Canova. But, like, yeah, I see what you mean. But I think that, you know, ironically enough, like, where, like, the GOP, they talk about individuals a lot. I don't think, regardless of, like, what individual aspirations, like, members of the party might have i think that they very much see themselves as like a part of this apparatus right and like they do have the whole movement thing down their movement is bad and it's fascist, oh yeah i mean it but they it understand pisses me off so much to like see just how like effective and good um they are political operations like that mm-hmm. whole that shit show a couple of days ago with like muller um in his hearings <laughs> It was incredible to, to to see like to see like all these different shitty reps like hitting on the same points and like nail. You could tell like they had to have deliberated and decided, okay, this is what's probably gonna like play. We're gonna go with this, and then like everyone on down from the reps to uh, Fox News, uh, you know that that had the, mm-hmm. the reps on later. Like they, they they all have the same game, you know. Um, they're clearly and they're good at it too, them. like Matt. Matt Gates, his performance like is Matt awful. Gates. I just want to say, but well, I mean, it was awful, but it was also everything that the base is. Oh yeah, for. it was perfect for like that. Mm-hmm. I actually was thinking about it at the time. Like he sounds like a complete idiot to everybody, like in our media bubble. But there are some people out there that are like, "Yes, I think he owns, dude. Go he has some me. real stands in his Twitter mentions, like." Oh yeah. And he's just like the softest, roundest boy. Loves his and, then, and there's these people like Matt Matt Gates is daddy A. They're like he literally looks like somebody that bullied me. But to the point of like a consistent message, I was like the day of the the hearing, um, like I was at work and I maybe to fucking antagonize me, they had Fox News on and I had to fucking deal with that for like three or four hours of programming. And throughout the whole thing, oh, they, God, they were hitting on consistent messages like like um that ooh, Mueller is such a great like patriot hero guy. Um, but mm-hmm. it, it's such a shame that like they drug this guy along who clearly didn't read the report and you know they they were all but saying like, you know, he's just some old bitch that's like a <laughs> a puppet mouthing words and, and reading <laughs> off this uh, script of a report you didn't read. Like, no matter how yeah, bullshit I think it the whole is, hearing it's, was it's really like, good they were so the good at it. Just like, all right, we've got our points. Let's hit right. on them and reinforce them and like codify them into like our hog um, 
fans brains because you don't need to win elections you just need to like get you know some fifth of the country like riled up enough and you will win you will win everything because no one votes uh, but they do right and it actually reminds me there was this clip from the daily show where they actually had video of devin nunez during the trial or during the hearing or whatever trial fuck and uh sean there's not gonna be a trial maybe afterward a couple hours afterward yeah, no, I, I, I've loved that. But during the oh, I just meant like impeachment, and you can literally hear, right? Yeah, no, they're fucking weak. But um, they're they're literally entire sentences where Sean Hannity and Devin Nunes are completely on the same beat, and they're playing these clips at the same exact time, and they're saying the same thing, the same sequences of words, literally no difference. Now, Fox News this is an incredible operation, and you should watch it once in a while because it's like shocking how extremely hyperpartisan they are, and 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 you know it's it's great to see that when if anyone is even remotely slightly left wing or not even left wing, but like some iota of a bit empathetic towards like migrants um, on some other stations, like that's considered like liberal left-wing bias. So like, um, fuck off. Right. Like I was raised on Fox News and I actually talked about a couple semesters ago, I took a media class and I actually talked about, um, how it like, it sort of bleeds into every area of your brain. And like, you just have this like paranoid, angry response to every like bit of news that you hear because if it's not from fox news you just automatically think that they're lying to you and they're nefarious and they hate you oh, yeah. and they hate america and like I don't, it's crazy that like six years ago seven years ago i was still in that bubble so like people can get out but it's it fucks you up for a long time mm-hmm. But yeah, our, our our beautiful girl, um, Danielle uh, Stella, just to close up on her, she what she was a, a, arrested for uh, twice this year was the theft of two hundred seventy nine items valuing over twenty three hundred dollars from Target uh, and some more cash from another store. And uh, it's just uh, very interesting that she calls Minneapolis the crime capital of our country when she's such a uh, a criminal herself. Well, that's why it's the crime capital of the country, because she can't stop stealing. I mean, honestly, $2,300, like, that's impressive. That's a pretty good haul, even for Target. Yeah, I honestly, I mean, yeah, it is impressive. Like, that's really cool. She got caught, though. Like, you, you got to step it up step up your your game i I don't partake in i mean she's got balls i don't have a fucking problem with someone like taking the the most marginal speck out of target's the profit margin yeah fuck target i mean i love target but fuck yeah fuck all retails i hate it when i walk into target and, and i'm just hit with the smell of like um you know really salty popcorn because that, that's what that's what i met with at mine is there a starbucks in every target? not every 
thing. I don't know, but like the but, one I go into, they like you walk in into the right, they're like selling popcorn and hot dogs and shit. It's like this is a this is a grocery store with or like a a department ish store. Yeah, the Target around me has like Starbucks right at the front. So people just go to Target to walk around at Target and drink their Starbucks and then they go home. So Oh well. Target is like Target is like the like the public commons in Ohio. Should be. Ohio needs to seize all the Starbucks. Um well I guess that's enough on on Daniel yeah, Bergoli. On, on Spagoli. <laughs> so Kennedy, you might need to explain before we bounce off of that, you might want to explain to Daniel Joe. Okay, Danielle Bergoli is the girl who was on Dr. Phil saying, uh, cash me outside, how about that? That was like is a meme now, like two now, years ago. Same energy. She's now a rapper, and she's a fucking queen, and I love her. And she honestly does her a lot like her. rap name is but Bad she's Bobby, like, but with H's in both ways. Yeah, Bad Bobby. Oh, man. <laughs> which is, like, not gonna lie, kind of stealing uh, Nicki Minaj's yeah. branding. But I'm not that much of a stan, so I'll let it fly. Nikki, Nikki's rich. She'll be okay. That's a lie. I'm okay. Also, also, yeah. Nikki, not as good Bad as Bad Bobby D. also makeup. We're left no, here and Cardi B with the immortal work. Is it's our Daddy queen. Bernie, bitch. Daddy Bernie, bitch. Yep. Well, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, though, I will say, though, uh, Nicki Minaj's verse in Monster by Kanye West is the most important piece of leftist theory ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- well, anyway, um, closing out of. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> closing that was the most important our, segment um, of the show. Of our most important <laughs> segment, That's the news um, they came I want to take a moment to thank, um, by name, folks, the beautiful, lovely people that so graciously contribute. Uh, to Angel, sweet, so gracious to have, and not just gracious, but shocked to have. Um, uh, so I just want to thank everyone who's contributing anything by name. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, Antonia. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Ghetto News Network. Thank you, Leandra. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Loren. Thank you, Mia. Thank you, the Chris Lepaco. Um, yeah, so, you know, uh, we're going to start uh, reading names out um, if you contribute um, any amount. Uh, because we really, really do appreciate uh, everything. And also, we're not we're not losers like that lady. Times call, her. she was like, "Well, we didn't get sponsorships after the first five episodes, so we quit. We're out here grinding." Okay, we get up, we get up every day, we get that bed. We're keeping, we're keeping on chugging. We read the tweets, we skim the articles. Uh, yeah, and um, uh, before jumping off that, uh, big thanks to uh, um, uh, Leandra again. She um, gave us 
a pretty chunk of change. Uh, really appreciate that. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, it, yeah. Th thank you, Atani. It, it's really like uh, not expected to uh, to receive that. It means quite a lot to see it. Yeah, thanks, Leandro. We stand. You guys make this possible, and all that. Um. So. In the last couple days, there's been um, this great phenomena of uh, lefties changing their avatar to like really cute anime uh, pictures that you can make on this site called um, Picro. And if you want to make one, we're going to link uh, in the description of this to the, to the base that we use um which is the cube there's it's, so the, it's cute. the best one in my opinion but there are a lot of them you could find on picru.me p-i-c-r-e-w and kind of want to talk about uh the phenomena of picru the politics of picru politics if you will of picru <laughs> communism i said that i said that really long. oh yeah oh baby. hell yeah Love to talk like I'm eating Play-Doh. You That's don't. Funny, you, leave it in. you sound like a like you're like you're. Yeah, sorry for my like. Picru socialists, the Picru left, Picru commies, whatever you want to call it. Um, Picru pinkos. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's a good one. Anyway, they're like super cute, and I think um, obviously it's really really fun to to do um and it's there's been kind of some community aspects in the the circles i'm in where like everyone's kind of uh doing it and you know having a good time and you know flouting like their particular pride flag pick your <laughs> um, gang on on their abbey and and, and such but uh I, I think there's some deeper meaning to this uh, Picru phenomena. So Picru is based in Japan. So it's also, you know, nice to see like the LGBT movement there and um, in the places we live kind of doing something parallel with each other on the same platform. Um, this is a really cool <laughs> uh, cultural exchange because like when you use the website, um, I'm gonna guess you don't speak Japanese, um, it's in the UI and everything is in Japanese. Um, so it's kind of a, a really neat uh, cultural exchange going on. Yeah, it's like a, like a really interesting. From a, from, a, from a country we don't always hear about, you know, being the best on. Yeah, LGBT it's kind of like things. these like little internet like subcultures that just like pop up every couple of years that just like show this like intercontinental solidarity between like weird gays on the internet and like that's a beautiful thing because i am a weird oh, gay yeah. on the internet and like you know and for people that, that have it love to see it like the the pick phenomenon it, it's very like you know particularly the one that it seems has kind of taken off on our little like leftist best corner of the internet it, it's very it's very lgbt oriented you know, you can pick through, uh, you know, really whatever, like, like LGBT 
like flag that you know personifies you. Um, and, and it's you can have like long hair and a beard. Yeah, you can. You don't have to like. It's not like gendered. Not at it's all. It's not like you can have. You can personalize your skin color, which like that's pretty basic, but it's also kind of huge. Like just just that like the level of like personalization there is. And, like as a as a white cis dude, you know, not straight, but cis. Um, it's been it's been. You're safe for now. Right for now. The left um, wants to take your penis. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's called nothing but trouble. Um, it's been it's been heartwarming. It's been, <laughs> it's been heartwarming to see, so see people Sorry. that in the online communities I'm in that that maybe don't feel comfortable expressing how they see themselves to the larger world. Be able to open up just a little bit by making. A, a custom anime avatar that more reflects how they see themselves, and it's it means a lot. It, it means a lot to people, and it's oh yeah, you know that's not something that you can that that is necessarily easy to do to like you know co- like commission an artist to make a cute like portrait of you, but but that like doesn't match your physical being but more like what you aspire to be and what you feel like you are inside and so like that's that you know that's that's really i don't know that really like you know the the couple people i've talked to that are in that situation that kind of emotionally affected me regarding the whole thing yeah oh yeah it's kind of touched me in in the same way in and I love that it's kind of uh, giving an avenue for think, or it's giving a really easy, fun, and approachable way to kind of interrogate or think about, you know, one's gender, what what exactly their gender identity is and and means to them. How they want to um, express that. Yeah, and, and it, it kind of open up, opens up room for dialogue about that, you know, among people and, you know, within within everyone's own mind palace um, <laughs> to, to kind of like, you know, just, just think about that, 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 that stuff. It's, it's a really, it's good that, it, that it's a really cute way to open up that conversation. Yeah. And, and, and I do kind of think how Bob was saying that, um particular I mean it's not it's not just you know straight or questioning people that stand to benefit from this and and gay and lesbian people too but I particularly think this is probably useful to um transgender people like I know a lot of uh, trans women that are using um, their Picru Abbey um, when we previously they, they may not have had an ability to kind of express how they see the vision of themselves. And, and, you know, some people might not be comfortable putting a picture like a selfie on the internet, either because of body image issues or, you know, legitimate fears um, for their safety. So there's just a lot of aspects to this that are just, 
really good that I like it. Right. It reminds me of um, like when I was in middle school and I had like a lot of not only body image issues, but like, you know, not dysphoria by any means, but like I've always felt like a disconnection from my gender and like I wasn't, you know, quote unquote feminine enough and you know all this stuff and like i like have a bunch of weird gender bullshit out the cat just scratched the fuck out of me um i have a bunch of like weird gender like hang-ups like i use like webkins and other like little you know internet dress-up games as a way of like expressing things that i didn't feel i had the confidence to express in real life and like i've always sort of used like the internet as an outlet for like things like that because I wasn't seen as like particularly uh feminine or you know any of these things when I was younger and it made me really self-conscious like little platforms like this have actually always really helped me um as you know like a maybe cis gender non-conforming woman I'm not sure but (laughs) but um yeah I mean I, I can see how they would be really really helpful for somebody that is having issues with like finding ways to represent parts of themselves that they want to represent online without feeling self-conscious about it. And so I just, I agree. It's a really positive thing overall. Oh yeah. It's one of the few times like something good <laughs> happens on the internet. So it's like this perfect intersection of, of like anime um, subculture. Very, Steven Universe aesthetic. Yeah, like anime shit without like being vile. Um, yeah. And like LGBT <laughs> no community and, um, you know, these different communities. There's a lot of Discord servers or Twitter things that people are a part of. And I've seen it like, you know, kind of popping off in a, in a lot of places, not, not just like the spaces we're in, um, but, it, but it really does seem like a tool um, or an outlet that's getting a lot of traction, and it's really good. Super good. Extremely good. Good as hell. Good AF. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, um, that's all we had on our on our docket for today. Um, trying to run at least a tiny bit tighter. Um, I want to again thank ex Nilio for um what we're gonna play you guys out to uh this is really cool you know stay to the end and you know subscribe to him on uh soundcloud or any of the other uh platforms that he's on it's really cool you appreciate um this contribution so much and we will uh put the link to the to the pit crew uh creator in the show notes so tag oh, yeah. Leo and to the uh, his SoundCloud. We'll put that yes. in there too. All right. Um, any uh, any any final um, any final words, guys? Yeah. Thank Ilhan you so forever. Much. Uh, Ilhan forever. Ilhan Omar. Support the real uh, good IDF. Um, seriously, like if you have a bit of time, if you have a bit of time, call. Call on Omar's office and offer support. I'm sure they get yes. I'm sure they get so many horrible phone calls all day. Give them something. Give those staffers something to smile about, 
And if you've got a bit of money, donate to her, donate to AOC, Absolutely. donate to Rashida Tlaib. Like, it's important. And there's a really easy way to do that, too. Um, Bernie put out this uh, donation tool that lets you donate to him in the squad's campaign in equal parts. You can also, like, jigger that to... Yeah, you cannot the apportionment to if you don't want to give it to him, you should. <laughs> but um, yeah, if you know he wanted to change that, you you can. Um, yeah, uh, Bernie is officially a part of the squad. Bernie, Bernie is master splinter to the squad's teenage mutant ninja turtles. Oh my god, that actually is perfect, except for the fact that it could be. I have no idea. Yeah, but it's um, not. So what you're fine. talking about. It's not, but there are people that would say it is. But those people say everything. Yeah, those people also probably think Ilhan Omar. They, they definitely think Ilhan Omar is anti-Semitic. Absolutely. I've had my brain ruined by a woke Twitter. Okay? Normal people think that Ilhan Omar is anti-Semitic. It's horrible. The, the yeah. discourse is fucking broken. She's brown and she's, she's not uh openly anti-muslim so of course she hates jews that's how it works yeah let, let her know that that we love her oh um and um yeah uh you know thank you guys uh for for tuning in to us this week uh and enjoy uh what ex nelia has put together for us see you next time bye bye Hello there, everyone. This is just a quick editor's note. So in our last episode, we talked about wanting to do an episode on the American concentration camps in you know, the near future. So that's something that we want to uh, take very carefully. It's pretty uh, deep subject matter. Um, and, and so we're looking to see if, you know, uh, th- there might be someone we could have on as a guest and be able to really go in. Uh, deep into that and, and not give it a treatment that it, it doesn't deserve. So we don't want to abandon the idea since we, we said we'd like to do it. If anybody in the community has expertise on that and would like to come on, uh, you know, send us a line. You can email us at uh, badpraxispod at gmail.com. And, and that's just something that we're, we're still... Uh, considering how we'd how we'd like to do it, so we're we're not in a huge rush to uh, to go into that. Anyway, uh, one more quick thing: uh, we were about to play out play you out to Ex Nilio's great music. You can follow him at soundcloudcom ex underscore n i h i l o, and his Twitter handle is Daniel McGizmo twelve. So enjoy what he's got for us. It's really good. Sam Johnson declared that patriotism is the last refuge of the scout. We must have had the Wall Street gentry in mind. But when I leave, you remember I said, with the last words on my lips, I am a revolutionary. The American people to be nice and quiet and leave things to them.
Those people with iPads. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not a bandwidth on this conversation, I'm sorry. <laughs>